Welcome to Nerds Are Us, a podcast for nerds by nerds. This is your host, Ready Set Gomez, alongside my co-host and my Brona Hill, Strange Spencer. What's going on, man? You like that, Brona Hill? Brona Hill? Yeah, it was, uh, I, I was trying to think of a reaction, but I just I couldn't in time. <laughs> I mean, you could have 21 Jump Street did your way to a conclusion, but you didn't. So, yeah, there we go. Well, there's there's the dad joke of the of the podcast right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh there's many of those that are that are gonna come, I guess. Absolutely. That's what now, she said. Um, what have you been up to lately, man? Uh it's been a while since we've recorded. It it really has, man. I've been uh working on my uh clothing line um for strange people. Um I have been recording for our, uh an album and i've just been being a dad man like it's been a it's been i a, feel that it's been a couple of months man it's been a been a it's been a, it's been a rough couple of months but i mean i'm uh i'm here and uh i don't know i'm i'm ready to talk some uh some nerdy shit man yeah um no i definitely hear you on it's been a couple of months like been crazy i've been sick um my son's been sick uh super busy at work just got back into writing for my sequel like it's just been a crazy time i I barely have time to think so the fact that we can sit down and record this episode is like a rarity (laughs) yeah Um, dude like uh i i haven't even been able to like watch movies lately with my daughters and everything like that i've been so busy with like homework and everything like that and you know getting them on a routine and everything again and it's just so i'm not gonna lie i've been so really into peaky blinders lately that's been my show oh yeah i'm definitely gonna be i'm running that <laughs> right now actually uh i've been watching so, peaky blinders and i've been watching uh um i've been actually re-watching the remake for dusk till dawn I don't know, I know if what you're talking about, that, but it's yeah. super dope, bro. And they stopped they stopped it like, um, well, that's like Ash versus Evil Dead. It was an amazing show. And then they're just like, nope, you don't get a season four. I think it is that, on, that, is that on Netflix. I don't think so. I want to watch it. I've never seen it before, dude. Like I've never I've always heard about oh, dude, it. And I'm just like, super eh. good. And I know that I know that there's a video game coming out now for it. Yeah. Which um, I, I don't I think really it was understand. announced at E3, but I don't know what the concept is going to be about. I mean, eh. it says that it's on Netflix, but I don't think that it is. It says that it's on Netflix. I'll have to check. I, I yeah. think it is. I mean, it, it could be it very well could be. I'm just like, I haven't been on Netflix in a while. Well, besides Peaky Blinders, so I wouldn't even know. Um, anyways. Going back to like callbacks and remakes and stuff like that, there's a lot of um, fan service that is throughout those shows, um, or as I like to call them, Easter eggs, which is today's topic, um, since it's going to be Easter pretty soon. This is going to be released around the time that Easter is. I figured why not make a whole episode about our favorite Easter eggs in popular culture? Yeah, definitely, man. I, I you know what's weird? <laughs> Easter's like one of my favorite holidays. I get to dress up. I get to eat some food and uh I don't kill my wallet. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Easter is kind of one of those uh 
it's one of those holidays where like you celebrate it but like it doesn't take a lot of effort to celebrate it with children like you put candy and eggs and it's like dollar store candy like come on now <laughs> yeah dude well i mean it gets a little more expensive when they get older but um not not if you don't make you know, it expensive. you don't have to like it, it's crazy yeah. that like i'll see people that will put like ipads in their kids fucking easter ass tickets and shit and i'm like dude don't don't do that come on yeah this is why i hate society people should not get ipads for easter um like i got but, some candy and some coloring books maybe if the easter runner came like shut the fuck up bro honestly so um i'm gonna start off today's topic um okay. i think hands down the best fan service i've seen to date in a movie that basically covered everything i love was ready player one i can confidently say that the movie and the book are amazing and the references that differ is what really gives this whole book and movie adaptation a green on my nerdometer and yes i'm bringing it back even if it's for one episode and never to be heard of again so i'll be honest i watched this movie with full of intentions of reading the book first and then like i just started dating and life and i got shipped off to fort benning for basic and i never read the book and i watched the movie when i came back um i actually watched it in theaters and i loved every single reference that it made and it was all references from like the 90s and 2000s so i really got to appreciate it for what the movie was without being spoiled by the book first and i read the book afterwards and the references were just as amazing but they were like slightly older than me like they were from your era from like the 80s so i didn't really get to appreciate the references as much but it actually got me into quite a few different franchises i never expected to see myself getting into like I got really heavy into like Space Invaders and Galica, and it's got to be my favorite. Like, those are my two favorite, like, mindless games right now that I can just kick back to and just not think about the rest of the world. And I really thought that that, like, and that movie in general did a really good job of getting like all these Easter eggs. Like, there were Battle Toads, there was the Iron Giant, there were like all of these beings from popular culture, and like that final fight where you're just like, holy crap, oh my God, like, it was just mind blowing. Like there was even Master Chief. So the fact that Ready Player One got all of those people together in one place, it just like it blew my mind at the time. I haven't actually watched Ready Player One. Like uh, I know we discussed. Um, what was the one with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Free Guy. Yeah, yeah. We, we discussed Free Guy, but we didn't really like delve into Ready Player One. I haven't watched it yet. Um that's a free guy was kind from, of like um, it's got the dude from maze runner in it right uh no ready player one is tyler sheridan and he is from x-men apocalypse he plays um oh he plays uh he cyclops. plays cyclops yeah almost said cyborg that's how fried my brain is <laughs> wrong franchise um but i thought that was like it was just really cool um you just see like so many references and the callbacks to movies and stuff like that in that movie and it was it was awesome you know it's weird because there's so many different easter eggs and different movies and stuff like that when we were kids growing up but i didn't really notice any of them until people started picking them out and yeah and i feel like um that we kind of have tiktok and youtube to blame for that youtube wasn't as much because like they're longer videos but like somebody would be like did you know and it's, it's a tiktok and it like ruins your entire childhood 
I mean, it doesn't really ruin my entire childhood because I mean, they, when I was in, uh, and I think you can, uh, I think you can attest to this when I was in, uh, Mrs. Facet's class. Um, and I don't know if you had her or not. I think she was, was it in high school? I can't even remember, dude. This has been so long. I've been out of high school for like this health class. 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, been out, I've been out of high school for no, like 15 years now. Damn. 2007. Um, so she was the one that introduced like the lion King and the little mermaid and stuff like that, where they had, the um, where they had the, uh, not references, but they had the sexual innuendos and stuff like that. And they weren't really like sexual innuendos. They were like, where the genie supposedly says where Robin Williams supposedly says all the kids take off their clothes. And, uh, there was the other one where it was like, uh, where move or, uh, symbolism in the, the, uh, the brush and sex goes up in the air with the fireflies and uh, the little mermaid. There's a dick in the fucking in the fucking castle because the 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 artist got pissed off at Disney. And um, then the priest has a boner the whole time that he's fucking marrying Ariel and Eric or, or not Ariel and Eric, but Ursula and Eric and the little mermaid. And um, I, I remember all those. And then there's the ghost and the two and a half, two men and a baby or something like that with the rifle. That one's actually creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, and anyone listening to these, you can check these out. And they are definitely 100% real. Um, a little boy actually killed himself on three men and a baby. Um, and he's there. He's he's very evident. He's very, very, very visible in the uh, the curtain um, holding a rifle. And uh, it's it's kind of fucking haunting because you see it and you're just like, Ooh. and uh, the famous Wizard of Oz one where it wasn't really a midget hanging, but it was actually a uh, an emu that got loose and it looks like an, uh, a midget's hanging from the tree. And the whole story was like, oh, yeah, well, a midget got angry and hung himself and everything like that. And then the cast yeah, kind that. of. The cast kind of like spoke up about it. I mean, these aren't Easter eggs, but these are things that like people point out in movies that are specifically they're like they're they're not. Yeah, I mean, they're hidden now because they did the digital digital remaster of uh, the Wizard of Oz and shit like that. And that's not in there anymore. They kind of like spliced that scene out Um the same thing. I think it's three, and a half, three minutes. Two, two, I'm thinking like three and a half men at the same time, but uh, uh you mean two and a half men, two and a half men. Yeah, well, three and a half men. Jesus yeah, Christ, you have, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, it's me, Charlie, and Alan and uh and and Jake. Yeah, I, apparently. I, I feel like I feel like I lived in that house too growing up. So um but, uh, it's it's funny that you think that it's not an Easter egg though, because like by definition, um I looked this up beforehand. Um Easter eggs present creators with a golden opportunity to plant little references towards other popular culture things. Uh, it's the literal definition from dictionary.com is an item snuck into a piece of media, including computer software, video games, TV shows, films, and music, meant for the fun of its hiders and finders alike. So I mean, yeah, it could be very grotesque, but if somebody intended for that to be found eventually, then that's still considered an Easter egg. So the dick in the castle so the dick in the castle's an Easter egg? Yeah. That's so that's that's crazy. So um the earliest known video game Easter egg is in Moonlander 1973, in which the player tries to land a spaceship on the moon. If the player flies horizontally enough, they encounter a McDonald's restaurant. And if they land next to it, an astronaut will visit and 
instead of standing next to the ship. Um, and the earliest known Easter egg is in uh, software in general. It's placed in the make command for PDP-6 um, backslash PDP-10. Uh, computers sometimes in October uh, 1967 to October 1928, wherein if the user attempts to create a file named love by typing make love, the program responds not war question mark before proceeding. Um, and the use of the term Easter egg actually derives from the um, 1979 Atari's adventure. Um, it, it So like you move a dot down a corridor and your character really is just a colored square um, and it will be able to enter a room in which you see the words created by Warren Robinette. Um, back then, video game developers weren't given credit, so Robinette inserted his his tag right in the game. Like he was just like, fuck you developers. Like I'm going to do this. So I thought that was pretty cool. And at, if you watch ready player one adventure is very relevant. I'm not going to spoil it for you because it's an incredible movie and, and book. Um, you know, it's weird. I was just thinking about this and, and I think it's yeah. Space invaders is the only game that I will actually play. That's old school. I don't play retro games. I can't play like I'll play like Mario or something like that, but I can't play retro games like that, dude. Like it's. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I just like. It's something that kind of just. Huh. How do I put it? It literally is just like mind numbing. Like you're just there and you're shooting aliens and spaceships and stuff like that. Like it's super just easy yet hard at the same time. Um. And I loved that. Yeah, like uh, they have it in the arcade and uh, me and Scarlett can play it. I mean, like me and my kid can play a video game anytime and it's easy. It's, you know, it's better for me because. Exactly. I, I it's that it's that whole carry culture that I that I can't stand. Carry culture. What do you mean? Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's, it's carry culture. It's you, know, you playing a video game with your kid and you're actually not playing the video game. You're letting them oh, think you're, you're playing them. the video game. It's a gotcha. yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, oh, those, like the those little brother that, culture. Yeah, it's like one of those things that that gamer dads do with their kids. Like, here's a paddle. You oh, yeah. play it and then just like disconnect the paddle. I actually saw some crazy shit that this uh, guy took his PS5 controller and made it look like the Fisher Price controller because his son wouldn't stop playing with his PS5 controller, even though he got one of those nice, like fancy Fisher Price ones that make like the uh, imitation Mario sounds that Nintendo probably should sue them for. Um, so the guy actually like designed his controller to look like that. So his son was just like, oh, we have the same controller. Cool, dad. Thank you. <laughs> so I thought <laughs> that was dope. pretty that's like that's innovative as fuck like that's adapt overcome type shit and yeah that's, someone might someone awesome. might someone might cringe at this but like i've definitely snapped i've definitely like snipped off ps2 controllers or like ps1 controllers and given them to my girls like that's hilarious hey, whatever dude i'm like you know what you're not playing the game and uh yeah, you want to watch me play it and you want to chill with me like it's cool. Like you just want to chew on the controller. All right. Daddy's got you. And then just like toss it to him. But uh, speaking of that, like so you said Ready Set Player One was was your favorite Easter egg thing. Uh, ready um, Player One or, or not Ready Set Player Gum. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're in the discord and I'm reading your name at the same time My as mind. I'm like thinking. Yeah, thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> and uh, so mine are definitely like. 
I think it's the Disney and it's it's the pick it's more like the Pixar ones because those are really dope and those are those are very uh prominent in our culture now. So yeah, I, I think, think there's a lot of TikToks about them too. I think that one of my favorite ones has to be the uh the Monsters Inc. one, dude. Like which one is that? It goes back and forth and back and forth to all of them, like they're all connected. Um, it's, well, it's the boo being kind of like the boo being, wasn't it Andy's mom? And then she's also brave. She's the girl. She's the, um, she's the grandma and brave. And then you can see toy story in brave and brave and toy story and toy story and was actually in boy boo's room because they suspect that boo is actually Andy's mom. And uh, you see the ball from Toy Story in uh, mm-hmm. her room and you see that she has actually um, a red cowboy hat in that as well. And then um, it has other references as well in Toy Story where it shows, I think, a bear. So these stories have been in development for a really long time and it's actually dope that you see them and they're being created. And I wonder like if they're kind of like being cataloged and that was the whole reason for doing these is like, Hey, remember this movie in the back that we have. So the only reason that we're going to remember this right now is like, yo, remember that red ball right there that we had? Remember we were going to do that. Remember we were going to do, do, do toy story too. So make sure that we're following this right here. Um, yeah, we're following this formula and and it it kind of forces the younger fans to go back to the older stuff to, kind of get the reference or at least make their parents be like hey did you know that this was in this and like it just creates like this cool culture behind it yeah and i mean they maybe they did that too it's like you know we're gonna come out with another movie like this and we want people to to appreciate that this company just made the smallest reference to another movie that they watched so it's like hey you like toy story guess what you're gonna like monsters inc too yeah so it's 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 pretty dope. So um, there's a lot of cool. Um, and this is this is still considered Disney now that uh, Marvel was taken over for um, Disney or, you know what I mean? Like uh, Disney took over Marvel. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they bought them, but yeah. Yeah. So um, Doctor Strange is actually mentioned back in Spider-Man 2 um, when the Daily Bugle staff is trying to coin a name for new villain Dr. Octopus. Someone suggests Doctor Strange. Yeah, And J. Jonah Jameson says it's catchy, but it's unfortunately taken and can't be used. It's an obvious reference to the Sorcerer Supreme. So I think Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm not sure because I think that there was at one time uh, there was talks of someone else playing Doctor Strange and it was going to be coming out about at a at an earlier time. There's another reference to. Um, wait, no, you know what? It's not Doctor Strange. He says Doc Ock and that's already taken. No, he, he straight up says Doctor Strange. I'm reading it online right now. You're reading on online? Right. Right. Oh, that's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah, I thought it was Doctor Strange for some reason, but. Okay. Yeah. So um there's a lot of stuff. Um it's it's pretty cool. Um Iron Man 2 set up like a bunch of stuff. So at the end of the second solo movie, Tony Stark learns from Nick Fury he's not fit for the Avengers initiative. 
but it's what's going on in the background that's uh, a little bit more intriguing. There's a map visible with certain spots highlighted, including one in Africa that could very well be referenced to the fictional Wakanda. nation of Wakanda, Homo Black yeah. Panther. Um, and it's known for planning far in advance. Like Marvel's probably the best one to do that. There's also a dot in the Atlantic Ocean, which could be for Namor, but um he hasn't shown up like anytime. Is it is it Namor? Is it Namor? Is it, uh, is it <laughs> Namor? Namor? I think it's a Namor. I don't know, dude. Like I've I've always said Namor. Like I don't know. But it just I, goes to show how much these companies like take the time to plant Easter eggs. Like there's so many within video games that it's just amazing. And I, I definitely would say that like I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, um, it's kind of fucked up because I think that. When I look at it, I'm like, uh, Namor, he's a knockoff Aquaman. But Namor actually was one of the first superheroes from Marvel. Yeah. Um, he is literally called the first submariner, if I'm not mistaken. Or the lone submariner. I can't remember. What is Namor called? I know Namor that he's submariner? a... No, he's just yeah. called Namor the submariner. I'm, I, I'm stupid. I, I know that he's like bounds and leaps. Uh, I thought that he only just had one name, but apparently he's also, he's known as Namor McKenzie, which yes. he debuted in early 1939. And uh, that's, his believe, alter, that's his alter ego, though. I believe um, Aquaman debuted in 1941, and that was a huge deal. I believe it was 1943 to be. Um, I'm double checking right now. Aquaman, Aquaman. He debuted in 1941. Okay. Uh, More Fun Comics, number 73. And it was published by DC Comics, created by Paul Norris and Mort uh, Weisinger. Yeah. And then I think that was where Marvel was like, fuck, uh, DC got this one. And they just kind of sat back and Namor kind yeah. of like fell into the cracks. He he was still in the comics and everything like that. He he lasted through like the Fantastic Four and he dabbled with them, Ghost Rider, the Hulk. And that's another thing that you see a lot of like uh that you see a lot of Easter eggs is, is in comic books. If you'll yeah. look in like the backgrounds of different things like that, you'll like you'll see troll dolls or like um oh, yeah. My Little Pony, SpongeBob, different stuff like that. Um, in the back, there's the movies that create like fake ones. Like, um, if you've ever watched iCarly, you know what like the eye pair is, or I think it's called the eye pair, right? Oh Jesus, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, my kids watch a. Uh, my kids watch a uh, Victorious. Yeah, so um, that's all over Nickelodeon is the eye pair, which I think it's hilarious that they created like a totally fictional thing. Um, because most companies are okay with you using their names as long as you're not making it the point of the content. So like, well, I, they use it a lot, dude. Like they, yeah. they, so I think that's why it. they did that. And I'm surprised that they weren't sued to be honest. Um, but it's just, there's a lot of things like that. And there's like similar movies like, um, white house down and then Olympus has fallen came out literally like within a year of each other. Like there's yeah. definitely some like copycats. There's yeah, there's definitely copycats around and everything like that. I don't think those are that's that's not Easter egg. I mean, it's just you know, hey, Jamie Foxx did this, and then uh, Channing Tatum did it better. Channing Tatum <laughs> did it way better. Like stop, yeah. what the fuck you're doing, bro? Exactly. Oh no, wait, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx are in the same movie together. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think they are. That's, I'm wild. That's so who's 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 uh. Wait, um, Gerard Butler. Gerard, Gerard Butler, Butler did it way there better. There we go. 
there we Gerard go. Butler did it better. Gerard Butler has. I wonder what Gerard Butler's doing right now. He's kind of like faded into the background, and he was in. Speaking of Easter eggs, he was in he the was time. In machine. He was in the time machine. Do you remember that movie? Um, it was with it was with Jessica. I'm looking uh, it up right now. I think it was with Jessica. Um, she was a she was a uh, she was a um. Jessica you Mumba. Mean timeline? Jessica Mumba. Are you talking about timeline? The group <laughs> no. archaeologists. There's no movie. Literally, I'm looking up Gerard Butler Time Machine movie. And I'm not finding uh, anything. Um it's it's got I believe it's got Paul Walker in it, bro. No, it's called Timeline, bro. It's Paul Walker, Francis O'Connor, Gerard Butler, and Samantha Mumba. Billy Canali. What are you talking about? Samantha what? Samantha no, Mumba. It's, it's literally Francis O'Connor. You're crazy. Um. Anyways, we we digress from the topic. We're we're trying to make this a short one, so um, that that about wraps up this episode. <laughs> anyways, um, stay nerdy, everybody, and happy and Easter. Peace. Peace. Podcast out. Uh. I'm trying to find leave. Leave. Boom. Wow, this is very difficult. There we go.